0: Welcome to Crime Curious. I'm Charnel, and we have special guest Wes in the studio today. Hello, Wes. Hello. Everyone, hear Wes's sultry voice on well, the uh, podcast again. Well, thank you. And le- Wes, let's shake our grigri.
2: All right, here we go.
0: I have the raccoon bones because y'all know I can't get that kangaroo sack out of Wes's hands.
2: <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs>
0: Okay, we have a very special episode today, and Wes, this is going to be your first time experiencing on the podcast a live interview that we're um, we doing. We actually
2: talked to the fellow that was had written the book.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. we did do that did together. Do that. My mistake, yes. friend. You, so it's
2: my second time.
0: You've now been here so long, I can't even <laughs> remember all the episodes that you've, that you've done. So, okay, wonderful. Well, our special guest today is Vanna, and Vanna is coming onto the podcast today um, to give us some information, as much information is as able to be released right now. This is a missing an active missing person case. So we are putting this episode out as soon as possible to get as much information out there as possible for the public. So please be on the lookout. And I'm just going to turn the reins over to Vanna so that she can tell us the story. So welcome, Vanna. Thank you so much for being on today.
1: Hi. Um, Well, I guess I'll just get to it. Um, My sister is Dayton Lee Carpenter. Um, She's been missing out of Murray County, Tennessee uh, since October 7th, uh, 2022. Um, Nobody's seen or heard from her Um, the last person that did see her was her boyfriend at the time. Um, she, I mean, she's my little sister. We grew up together. Um, it's really hard for me and my family not knowing where she is. Of course. And, uh, we're just reaching out pretty much anywhere to try to find answers. And there's been a lot of rumors and random people have messaged me and, Um, you know, she kind of went down a wrong path there for a while and got mixed in with a pretty rough crowd. And, you know, everybody, uh, has their ways of dealing with things. She didn't really have an easy life growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she, uh, her dad wasn't there. Um, so I feel like a lot of her problems, she kind of might've based off of that, you know, just not having that support. Certainly. And, um. So, yeah, she uh has a four-year-old daughter and uh she actually had uh already not had custody of her daughter because of going down that wrong uh wrong path. She um got addicted to drugs and started hanging out with really, you know, <laughs> rough people and the guy she was dating um was a little bit older. Um uh, I don't really I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say at this point, yeah. but it's just.
0: Well, can you can you spell her name for me so that everybody can kind of see? You know, put yes. a put a name here.
1: Yes, it's uh, Jaden, and then Lee, L E I G H, and then Carpenter, C A R P E N T E R. Okay, and. Uh, we call her Suge. Oh. Um everybody in our family has always called her Suge. Um, you know, growing I love up, that. Like, half of our cousins half of our cousins didn't even know her name was Jaden. And a lot of the time even when her friends would come over from like school and stuff and they'd be calling her Jaden, I'd be like, Who's Jaden? You know, <laughs> and like um you know, she might have went down that wrong path but she, you know, she really was somebody still, you know, just oh, she had addictions and stuff, you know, I, some people, you know, might look down on that, but she's still loved. And I'll never forget when, um, I found out I was pregnant with my son, my firstborn, he's 10 now. And, um, I called to tell her and my mom that I was pregnant and she started crying. My sister did. And I said, Suge, why are you crying? And she says, I'm just so happy. <laughs> and then um, I ended up moving back down to Tennessee. And um, she uh, she was just the best aunt. She was there for all of my sons' first. You know, I'm eight years older than her. So, mm-hmm. you know, she was still a teenager, like 13, 14, when my son was born. And, you know, she was hilarious. She, she was always trying to make people laugh, you know, and... <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I have suspicions personally with the boyfriend, but sure. I can't really say for sure that that's, you know, and um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Do we know any details about, you know, the last person that saw her? Um, what, you know, give us a description of what she looks like. Do we know what she was wearing?
1: Um, I have no idea what she was wearing. Um, the last person that saw her was her, uh, was her, um, he, I actually wrote to him, um, I tried adding him on Facebook and he wouldn't, he wouldn't get my friend request and he wouldn't um, answer my call on Facebook. And,
0: oh, hold on one second. Your uh, phone, your, your something. sorry, your phone was breaking up. Um.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay.
0: That's all right. Can you just repeat that? I think what you were saying was the last person that actually saw her was her boyfriend, and you tried to add him as a friend on Facebook, and he wouldn't accept your request?
1: Yes, and I tried calling him on there, too, because Mm. I didn't have his number, obviously. So I tried calling him on there, and he wouldn't answer, but then he messaged me back, and he was saying how he was working on the farm, and all this stuff his family has a farm and then um I had uh like reached out to him and you know was like hey you know what happened where's my sister uh, and this was before I filed the report because you know I like a couple of her friends had reached out to me and said they hadn't seen or heard from her in like a week
0: okay I was so gonna ask you how did you guys figure it out it. okay
1: yeah that's I was alerted about it because I actually live in Ohio so um, me and her would actually video chat at least once a week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so like it wasn't unusual for us to even miss a week sometimes, you know. So it wasn't like I was thinking, oh, she's missing. And so, yeah. Then they, uh, I tried calling him and uh, get an answer, and then I asked him what happened, and he told me that they had been working, and which neither of them had a, a real job. It was whatever how they were doing with that situation mm-hmm. but um they <clears throat> he said that they had been working and they came home and they were going to get ready and go to bed uh, ready for bed and uh she said that she wanted to go and get um some food so she ran to town or he, so he was like oh so he let her take his car and she was going to run to town and get food and then he said that uh, she texted him and said that she couldn't do it and left his uh, car at the end of the driveway with the keys in it, and he said that that was the last time that he saw her or heard from her.
2: And by couldn't do it, and that's what the was last he?
1: Person that... Oops,
2: sorry. sorry, I kind of interrupted you. So by couldn't do it, what what did he say she meant by that?
1: Um, he didn't really clarify, but I'm thinking what he meant was that um, that she was done with the relationship, that she. Uh, couldn't be with him anymore
0: I see which is is always a dangerous time sure. yeah yes too right so we think she, and had she indicated to you in your previous conversations that she was considering being done yes with him
1: <laughs> yeah actually the very last conversation that I had with her she told me that she was that he was crazy and she was going to be leaving him
0: did she ever indicate that she was fearful of her life
1: no, she didn't really say anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, a couple of her friends that talked to her with her in the last few days before that, that uh, have said that they said that he was abusive and stuff. Which I don't know that to be facts, but
0: sure, sure. But just you know, collecting information.
1: Right. Yeah, I've done a lot of a lot of that.
0: Yeah, and um, gosh. In, in these cases, it's so difficult because, you know, just so our listeners understand, uh, from a family perspective... You know, my family lives in the same vicinity that I do. I don't check in with them every day. Right. I yeah. don't talk to them every day. Right. So situations like this are so difficult for families because it's not abnormal to go a week or more. Go
2: a week, couple weeks, maybe. I yeah. Mean, I have a brother I talk to every week, every other week, probably. Right. Right. Know? Right. S-
0: you know, so from your standpoint, I can see when, thank God that her friends reached out to you guys because honestly, even like a week is pretty quick, right. you know, to to hear from friends when you don't live in the same state. Yeah. To hear from friends and say, hey. Well, I- Go ahead.
1: Yeah, they said that she went missing on, or well, that date last time, well, it was actually her ex-boyfriend that she called on Snapchat because she was scared. She, he said that she sounded scared and he wa- she wanted him to come get her. Oh. And um, he said that she never got to give him the address of where she was at and then the call got cut out and he couldn't get a hold of her after that okay so he messaged he ended up calling me and messaging me a week later because he wasn't sure if maybe her phone just lost service or whatever you know just a normal problem and then after he hadn't heard from her in like a week he ended up reaching out to me because he knew that you know me and her were pretty close
0: Mm Hmm. oh that's good that he reached out too right
1: and nope. then, so, yeah, that's how it started. <laughs>
0: right. Um, and at what point, so I'm assuming, you know, you tried to call her, tried to do your regular FaceTiming like you usually did. What would happen? Would oh, yeah, it just I go to get, voicemail or?
1: Um. Yeah, I went straight to voicemail um, every time I tried calling. And um, I, I tried getting a hold on her on every platform that we had to. You know, Snapchat, Facebook, sure, everything. Sure. I on her, like, pretty much blew everything up. And then when I couldn't get a hold of her, um, I ended up, like, her ex-boyfriend actually initially tried to file a police report, but I guess they wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. They thought maybe he was just, like, a disgruntled ex or something. I oh. don't know. And so— uh, they wouldn't really let him, so I ended up calling and filing it because I didn't know if you had to go up in person to do it because I've never had to do anything like that before. Well, of course, right. So I ended up calling them, and uh, they put out a poster that, like, the same day, and then they um, made they made one. Uh, they had one media push for it, but that was it. They didn't. They haven't had it played on the news again or anything like that. I okay. just made that page. And um,
0: yeah, tell our listeners about Jayden that page. Carpenter. Okay. Well,
1: yeah, it's, a, it's called Help Find Jaden Carpenter. It's a public group on Facebook. Um, it's dedicated to uh, her case. And uh, it's just, you know, basic uh, public information about the case it can be released. is posted there. Um, friends and family are able to go there and post pictures and uh, like story time of You know times they've had with her, and Mm -hmm. it's been pretty nice to have that group. Because then I can see, you know, who her real friends were that came and posted stuff and said really nice things about her. And you know, certainly she 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 was pretty popular. She had some pretty good friends, you know, and then she had some people that weren't really her friends.
0: (laughs) Well, right, right. Well, um, that's kind of what I wanted to get into a little bit. Um, I mean, has the boyfriend that you have your suspicions about went on there and posted anything?
1: Um, no, he's not part of the group. Okay. He never shared her missing poster, ever. Okay. I'm, I was just thinking, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, he would be trying to help find her at least. Well, that's what I was
0: going to ask you. Has he had contact with your family? Has he, you know... no i had
1: to reach out to him and then he another weird thing he did was two days after she went missing he changed because he had a picture of them as his profile picture he changed his picture to a selfie and then like a week or two later he uh deleted all the pictures that he had posted of him and her on there oh and he changed his profile to single the the same day he changed it to the selfie but um two days after she went missing pictures before yeah, two Ooh. days after she went missing. And I took screenshots of all the selfies or all the pictures that he had still posted of her before he deleted them.
2: Okay, perfect. Has he ever been interviewed by law enforcement?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if they've actually interrogated him. I do know that they have went and spoke with him. And I do know that they've talked to him at least twice.
0: Okay, well, that's they, good. You know.
2: Um, and has her phone they, ever been located?
1: No, none of her personal belongings or anything has been located. Um, they, yeah, <laughs> they're working uh, working on that. They do, they are working the case. It seems pretty active, but. That's I'm not allowed to say. Of course, it's oh, sure, understandable. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I think um in our text message I was explaining to you our our current positions on this podcast, yeah. so we yeah. understand completely um how important it is to keep certain details t- close to the chest. Right. Certainly, um, but I, just to make sure everybody you know has that the information as well. Um, and given the background, the little bit of background that you have told us, and yes. You know, humans can be humans and fall off their their path, um, sure. most definitely, and go through some really hard times. But that does not um, mean that they're deserving yeah. of anything bad happening to them, or that they um, they don't deserve as much coverage as the other. You know, the she other person
1: have redeemed herself. Absolutely, she was only 20, she's only twenty one.
0: Okay, that's what I was going to ask her. Really her young. age. Oh gosh, her brain's not even fully developed right. yet for crying out
1: loud. Right, and when she had her daughter, she was only 17, so Mm -hmm.
0: you
1: you could see how hard it probably was for her to figure that out, and to the point where she couldn't really figure it out. Definitely. And she had a a numb pain from, you know, past trauma, you know, she Mm -hmm. didn't really know how to deal with that stuff, and she she was pretty sad most of the time I talked to her, and I don't know. <laughs> she she you know, she really missed her daughter and wanted better for herself and for her daughter and didn't know how to get there. And who, who was caring for her, her daughter?
0: Only... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to um, interrupt. Her daughter
1: you. actually is with oh, she, you're fine. Her daughter is with her, uh, her dad. Oh, okay. Her, okay. Her her biological father. Yeah. Is. And so he had, he had, her daughter is fine, perfectly safe and good. Has a good home as it appears, you know. I mm-hmm. I haven't actually got to meet her because I live states away. Yeah, right. So,
0: well, that's that's at and least then something. By the
1: time, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm glad for that.
0: And then you were but you yeah, were saying by sure. the time?
1: Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But,
1: by the time, uh, I don't know what did I say before that. <laughs> oh, we
0: were just we were just talking about how she's so young, and you know, yes, she may have fallen off from a bad path, but that didn't mean that she's you know any any less deserving of being found. Or in on in oh, regards yeah. to that path, I, you know, are there other people in her life that might have had a beef with her?
1: Yeah was a pretty rough crowd of uh of addicts that she was hanging with i'm gonna just say they were like meth users okay and i guess men county area and it's just like a whole crowd of they call it back road tweakers okay like od people and dump them off somewhere Mm. and hollers
0: okay was she actively using people that
1: are coming forward she wasn't, but I think she was just telling me what I wanted to hear because she knew that I wanted better for her. Oh, well, Of
0: course. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah, definitely.
1: She had gotten to a point where she was really skinny. Too. She was, she used to be a girl and she was down to like and she was you know, and I wanted to believe her, you know she told me it's been working and everything and she wasn't mm-hmm. but mm-hmm
2: well, and unfortunate meth is such a destructive drug.
1: And she, like, with, you know, made me proud, you know, because, and I, I didn't want to be on her tomb. Tomb had a strained relationship because of it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, you can understand my mom's situation. Well,
0: sorry, your phone is cutting right,
1: out well, again. Not, you know, to what you need to do. <laughs> you know. And I understand that, too, you know, but right. it's hard for my mom, too, because, you know, my mom really did try to help her. Right. She just didn't want to, she wanted to do what she wanted and didn't want to follow by the rules that my mom wanted to lay out for her to help her.
0: Of course. You you, know? Your phone cut out just a little bit there, so if I'm understanding what you said, you were saying that you think that Jaden was kind of telling you guys what, you wanted to hear because she didn't want you to be disappointed in her. Was Did you say that there was a fallout with your mom and and her or just that um, she didn't want there they to didn't be? didn't really
1: have a fallout. There wasn't really a fallout. Okay. It was more that um, my sister didn't want to listen to my mom's rules to get my mom's help. Sure. And, um, so she kind of just went off and didn't talk to my mom because my mom wasn't going to enable right. her behavior.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Did yes.
1: she
2: leave mom's yeah. pretty early? Was she still a teenager?
1: Uh, I do believe she might have still been. No, I think she was still there just until she turned 18. I think she ended up getting an apartment when she turned 18. Okay. My mom did try to get her to stay too, though. But, you know, you know how. It is when you're first moving out and you're young like that. You're just like, I got to get away from my parents. Oh, yeah. I can't do what I want. Yeah. You think that all your
0: problems will be solved when you get away from your parents. And then you don't realize how many more problems you have now that you're away from
1: your parents. Exactly. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. And I admire that you have done such a phenomenal job in staying close with her, even, you know, not loving all of her life's choices. Yeah. And I can say, as the youngest in my family, and my sister is nine years older than I am, so it always kind of felt like a little bit like a mother, mothering relationship, you know, with with her. I would, I would definitely lie to my sister too if I was doing something that I thought would disappoint her, because that big of an age gap, you can really start to get some parental, like I don't want to disappoint this person who helped, you know, helped guide and shape me. So.
1: She always told me I was, like, another mom to her, you know. um, Yeah. I, you know, I took care of her when we were kids. You know, my mom, we were, like, latchkey kids, basically. (laughs) My mom Mm -hmm. had to work, and so we'd get home, and I'd take care of the younger kids until she got home from work. Yeah. And so, you know, and (laughs) we were really tight. We shared a room most of our life. She's my only sister, Mm Yeah. Well, I have step-siblings on my dad's side, too, that are very close to me. But, um, she's, you know, she's my only little sister. And it's sad because that's another thing I did want to mention. Um, she must have kind of looked up to me in a way, but like, uh, with that, too, because I went through a similar experience. I'm actually going, uh, celebrating five years clean October. Wow. Amazing. Um, Congratulations. So same, uh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, um, I got away from that same lifestyle and I just wanted the same thing for her because I could relate to what she was going through and that was another reason that I stayed so tight with her because I didn't want her to be alone like I was like I felt like I was you Mm -hmm. know and to get out of that situation you have to have support Mm -hmm. you can't do it by yourself Mm -hmm. and
2: it's almost impossible and
1: that was the thing I I had tried to tell her you know you can you can come here you know, and then she just kept telling me she didn't want to leave her daughter. She didn't want to feel like she abandoned her daughter, and I understand that too because yeah. I had to. I had to leave my son in Tennessee with his with his dad because if I had have stayed there, I would have died. Yeah, I was sure. missing her dad. Yeah, because I was in similar bad situations that she had been in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I just completely underst- uh, you know understood and tried to get her to feel that I understood so she didn't feel so alone you know but I feel like she still didn't feel like I completely understood her if that makes sense because there was like you know I had my dad growing up you know Mm -hmm. her dad um was in prison and then um you know he has uh CSC charges and stuff like that so she didn't she was never around her dad yeah after that
0: yeah yeah and so
1: um so she just didn't have that. And then um, there was um, somebody my mom was dating when she was a kid, and she looked up to him as a dad, and they were really tight, and he had uh, died of a heart attack oh, in geez. front of her. Oh, um, no. When she was, I want to I can't remember how old she was. It was about 10 years ago. So. Oh, gosh, so, so she was, she was, was like 11. 11 or 12.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, she's yeah, still a and baby. Yeah, she had to
1: go... Yeah, and my it was her and my mom there when it happened, and they lived at this uh, storage facility place because uh, my mom ran the storage, so they had an apartment upstairs. And um, so when the ambulance got there, my mom was in there trying to do CPR, so she had to have uh, Suge go out and open the gate. So I feel like she never really got over that. Oh, certainly, so pretty of tough the, to
2: get over. Part yeah. of the
1: trauma. Right, and like that was basically her dad. You know, he was. Oh sure. Oh yeah. He was always there for her, and and so part of that was probably how she went down the road she went down. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Also, in the area that the area that um, she's in is just horrible. It's it's horrible for that stuff. Like Mm -hmm. anybody that you think, oh, they'd never be like that. You turn around, and a couple of weeks later, and they're like that.
0: It's so easily it's accessible. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it a poor rural it's area?
0: Everywhere.
1: It is pretty rural. Um, it's Columbia, Tennessee area. Um, it's kind of a it's bigger than like Hillsdale area, but okay. it's still more rural than Nashville. It's got a lot of like back roads that are windy and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
2: Okay.
0: You know, we are all but just one decision away from falling off the wrong path at any given moment. I mean, truly, yep, you know, yep.
1: as soon as you think, as soon as you think that could never be me, you mm-hmm. get humbled by God. Absol-
0: absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and um, and just you know, congratulations for you for maintaining your sobriety during all this stress as well. Yep. That's a huge, huge accomplishment um, in of itself, and so well, I can. I'm, ne-
1: I'm never going to. I don't want to go back to that life. Um, I have, Good. you know, three kids at home with me and I'm working on getting visits with my son more often. Wonderful. Being states away, it makes it harder. If I lived oh, yeah. in lived in Tennessee, kind of still I'd be able to see him all the time. Yeah. Oh, sure. Being yeah. states away from him. Yep. But, you yeah, know, that life is just not worth it. And that's what I was always trying to show her, you know, and so many other addicts out there, like. They can, they can do it. Like, I did it. You can get clean. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. You know, it's yeah. way better yeah. on this side, and life will improve. It's, it's the drugs telling you that your life is bad. Right. Your life right. is not bad. Yep. You can change it, you know?
0: Yep. We have a lot of listeners so, that are celebrating their sure. sobriety. So I think that what you're saying, a lot of people are going to be able to resonate with, most definitely.
2: And do you feel from your experiences that, uh, sometimes it's very difficult for people that have never battled addiction to to understand what you're going through?
1: Oh, yeah, actually. Uh, it, is, it is difficult for people who have never battled it to understand it because they don't know, they can see the situation that someone's in and they just say, well, how did you get to that point? How mm-hmm. did you let it get to that point? But they don't really understand it, like, a lot of the time, those people are just trying to mask pain. Mm-hmm. And they don't mm-hmm. know how to fix it. They're putting a band aid on something that needs surgery.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, people say, well, just stop. <laughs> well, it's not that easy. Not that I e- mean,
1: if
0: it were that yeah. easy, well, everyone would do it. Doing,
1: especially if they're doing drugs that are uh, make you have really bad withdrawals, like oh, sure. um, fentanyl or um, opiates and stuff. And mm-hmm. there was a point in time that she was addicted to fentanyl. She had told me that she. Got away from that because she came here and she was detoxing while she was here, and I tried to get her to leave and she, or stay. I mean, not not leave, stay here Mm -hmm. and not go back. But then she hurried up and like packed up because she wanted to go back because she was feeling so bad. It
2: feels so sick and it's it's oh yeah, it feels like you're about to meet Jesus. But I I've I've seen it and it it must be horrible.
1: Yeah,
0: I too have not. I I've not had the the disease of addiction and um.
1: But I I've have never watched had numerous that kind people. Of thing either, but uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you that's okay. Just, we're all just
0: saying the same thing. <laughs> well, I think of how awful. You know, we've seen people go through it, and it's it's horrific.
2: And, and Vanna, you yeah. said it at the beginning. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and not just with your sister, but with any addict that that's still a, a human being, that's still somebody with a family. That they could be a mother, a daughter, a brother, a son. I mean. They're still, they still have people that love them and care mm-hmm. about them. And they, you know, and, and it, sometimes still people have a
1: chance to redeem them Oh, sure they do. Somebody, Heck yeah. Unless somebody steals it from them right. or, yep. you know, dumps them out somewhere. Really all we just want, we just want closure. closure. We want to know what happened.
0: Do you, in your, what's your gut tell you? I mean, do you. Um,
1: I feel she's, I feel she's no longer alive. Okay. I, I've, I've uh, experienced. Uh, spiritual thing myself yeah tell us about that today I love that stuff um just today I was on TikTok and they have this new AI filter and I'm like oh I'm kind of bored I'll just play with this filter well I took a picture of myself and it turned into her it looked exactly like her oh Oh, wow wow. yeah and we I mean we resemble a little bit but we're Mm -hmm. not like we have different dads you know we don't look exactly alike
0: yeah yeah
1: and there's been other times too like um, I just keep finding like blue feathers and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, there was a, a rainbow that was like shining onto my blinds from outside, mm-hmm. and it was a, like it was sunny. I have like a mirrored table on my front porch, and it was shining into my in my window, and I just thought of her instantly. I I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. What is the significance it, of the like blue it was feathers? A sign from
1: her?
0: Oh, feathers in spirituality um, are a sign from the other side. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and also her favorite color was blue. Oh, okay.
0: amazing. Uh-huh. You know, I always tell my um, boys that um, our, our angels, if you're asking the universe and God for a sign... You, they're Go not going it. to put it someplace you're not going to see it, right? right? So you could get a sign on TikTok. You could get a sign on Facebook. If it resonates with you, then it was meant for you. You know, I tell my kids, oh. if I want you to
1: you just reminded me
0: of another one. Okay, <laughs> I just always say, if I want you to take out the garbage, I'm not going to leave you a note in my bathroom really? to take out the garbage, right? You know, I mean, God works the same way. He's not right. going to leave you a sign right. where you're not going to see it. <laughs> he's got to access you. If right. you're on and TikTok, yeah, he's going to leave not it on TikTok.
1: It and i also do research when i find the stuff when i find things i like look it up and Mm -hmm. what it means like but um another thing that happened was um i actually uh have a find my iphone app on my phone and when she was here um we had shared location and uh she had lost her phone so i helped her find it because she came and visited like two easters ago and um so her name was the only person in the Find My iPhone app besides my phone. Mm-hmm. And um, I was okay, um, on my uh, my Find My iPhone app is a page over. So I went. Uh, I, so what? Sorry. What happened was I was to set my alarm on my phone, and it's a page over from where the Find My iPhone app is on my home screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I so I set my alarm. I set my phone down, and I went to sleep. When I woke up in the morning, the Find My iPhone app was up with her name pulled up, which said no location phone Oh my gosh! Wow.
0: Well, that just gave me chills. So was like,
1: I know I got him too, but <laughs> it was like, it was like it was her telling mm-hmm. me, you know, they still haven't found me. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I feel like she knows that I'm trying, you know,
0: mm-hmm. like most definitely. And Yep. I I agree. And, and interesting. Um, So just a little bit of a backstory. I know, I believe it's your aunt, Dana, lives yeah. in my hometown. And so she had told me, Um, you know, we'd, we've talked back and forth about the case as it's going and whatnot. And I had opened the door for you to come on the podcast along. You know, I'm like, oh, we'll get in touch with them. We'll get the information on the podcast. And then, and she didn't reach out, but then all of a sudden, uh, she tagged me in your post, and um, so we ended up messaging to get this set up. But what is is interesting to me is that I'm a very spiritual person. I don't I don't usually talk about this on the podcast, but um, I do all kinds of um, some side work actually with uh, spirituality things and whatnot. And so I I just find it interesting that you have had you know those things, and it's just all those signs and synchronicities, you know. Um, that are kind of leading yeah. you, leading you down this path of, of, like you said, you want closure. Um, and you guys are feeling at this point in time. I mean, you know her, right? She's not someone that has went, uh, half a year or more without ever speaking to you guys. Right. No. Um, and
1: actually the last time, the one of the, well, not the last time, cause we had been speaking every week. Cause one of the last times she hadn't talked to me in a while, I like try calling her she didn't answer it. I messaged her. And I was like, if you don't, you know, get a hold of me, I'm going to have a wellness check on you, you know, mm-hmm. sure. you need to keep in touch with me. And then she called me and she's like, I'm sorry, I haven't been keeping in touch with you. I mean, I know I need to get better at that, mm-hmm. you know, and then ever since then, until she disappeared, we had been speaking at least every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So we would video chat each other for like an hour at a time and just, you know, fill each other in on our lives, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, and now this is, this was October, right, from the last time anybody really yeah. heard from her. So, yeah, I can see. I and can the last see...
1: time I talked to her on Octo- in October, I was kind of getting on her ass, you know, because she was, uh, she was making like a bunch of Facebooks. And you know what that tells me is that she's on drugs. Okay. Nobody needs that many Facebooks unless yeah. they have like a business profile or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and she had said that her boyfriend had hacked her phone. Which I'm guessing he just watched her type her password in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she said that's why she made a new Facebook. And she would call me and explain stuff to me when she got went and got her stuff, because she was going there to pack up her stuff. And this was on October 3rd. But she had been, you know, still with him. I'm, I'm wondering if he wouldn't let her leave or I don't know.
0: Right, and, which and we so, know is very common. Mm-hmm. So can I ask you, do we know, was he a active user?
1: Um, I don't think he has a record, but yeah, he is. Okay. Um, I, I, as far as I've heard that he makes the girls that he dates take all the risks. He makes them, uh, do all the, like the selling and, the uh, re-upping and all that. So that if they get caught, it's not on him.
2: Or they, if they get pulled over, the girls have it hid somewhere and,
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Okay. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he would make them take all the risk because like, I'm not going to mention her name, but one of his exes had reached out to me and told me a situation that happened with her. And yeah, so. Well, I'm, I'm glad you
0: said that because I was going to ask if there were other people involved in his life that have communicated with you guys of, you know, uh, what, well, his, what he's like.
1: Well, she said that their relationship was perfect at first, and then, like all of a sudden, he just started being crazy, you know. And she mm-hmm. thought that he he was going to kill her, and then she got away from him. And she said that she thinks that the only reason he didn't kill her is because she had split custody with her uh, with her her kid's dad week on, week off. They would have noticed that she was missing. Oh, too. okay, okay, yeah. And you know, the way Suge portrayed herself was. Um, you know, nobody loves me. I'm an orphan. You know, because she had, she had secluded herself from our family because of yeah. her choices. She's fighting
0: her demons. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yep. Right. And I was pretty much the only one who still kept in touch with her, like, and she yeah. would still talk to because, you know.
0: Well, I, yeah. You, I mean, you, you had like kick her ass. i yeah.
1: was like, I'll get your ass in line, girl." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and
2: that's what addiction will do is it'll it'll cause you to pretty much isolate yourself from anybody that's going to, you know, try to
1: make you do better. Yep.
2: yep.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: But I mean, with you have going through it and whatnot, you knew the type of support that she needed. Because I imagine you also know you can't force her to want to change until she's ready to. Right. You know, no one was going to.
1: (laughs) And she was so sad and to a point where she just didn't care anymore, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so she just like settled for that because she wanted to be loved so bad. She just settled thinking you know this is it You yeah. know, this is it for me this right. is the best it's gonna get yep, yep. those limiting and beliefs right mm-hmm. yeah
0: do we know I mean has he given any sort of explanation like um oh I think she ran off with another guy or she said um, she was going to go no, to Mexico I, or anything like that
1: no she I she wouldn't just run off like that that I would that I know of and um no i don't think she was she would have keeping she would keep in contact right. with me i mean i guess another rumor there's a bunch of rumors going around because all these people that she was hanging around all these meth heads hear story, and then they take it and they twist it into something else and then they message me about it saying mm-hmm. a bunch of crazy stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like everything just gets distorted and there's just a bunch of rumors going around and people saying something happened that they were there and they weren't there, you know? Oh yeah.
2: I've actually experienced that where uh, people, they, they say it's their reality, which isn't reality, but they think it's really going on.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. It's psychosis.
0: I had, I had wondered if he had given um, the police any, you know, explanation or theory of what he thought, Uh where he thought she went.
1: Okay. So, Okay, so he actually, yeah, he, uh, he changed his story up a little bit with the police than what he told me. And I told the detectives this as well. Um, he told the police that the, pretty much the same beginning of the story, that they had been working, and they came home and got ready for bed. But this time, they went to bed, and he woke up around 4 in the morning, and she was gone, and he had a text with her, uh, from her saying, it's pretty much the same thing, I can't do this anymore, you'll find your car somewhere in the roadway with the keys in it. Mm. So he basically, he basically tried to make it out like she ran away and making her look bad. She must have ran off with another dude. I don't know where she is. You know, it's kind of.
0: Well, that yeah, that's what, what I was like getting to earlier because that's pretty typical, honestly. Either well, she's been talking about going to Mexico, or well, she just ran away with another. I, you know what the common one is? Truck drivers. They'll say, oh, a truck driver came and picked her up, and she ran away with him. She fell in love with the truck driver. So yeah, that I've, we've covered a lot of cases like that where that was what the was what, supposed reasonable explanation for why this person disappeared from you know your life and relationship and you were the last person to see them alive. And
2: well, I think yeah. what most people don't right. realize is it's actually kind of hard to disappear. I mean yeah,
0: truly, especially I, yeah, no, in this day it, and it well. just
2: really is.
1: Yeah, she, well, she had been um, accumulating money. She owed a bunch of people money but okay. I think what it was is he was using her as a cash pal and taking it from her. Wow. Okay. And mm-hmm. they were using it to sell, mm-hmm. to buy and sell stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You
0: were indicating but, earlier that their area is like kind of known as just this place where you can go and drop, like drop bodies off when someone, you know, and then we actually, ex- we kind of got a lot of
1: like ravines and mm-hmm. hollers.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. There
1: was like, there's a, Like, even out where this dude lives, he lives out on, like, a few acres. I don't know the exact amount, but he lives in, like, and it's like even the property he has is, like, really hilly and has, like, a lot lot of rocks and stuff like that. So there's, like, a bunch of curvy roads that, like, you look down and, like, there's treetops right where you're at, like, right where the road is.
0: Oh, gosh, okay, yeah.
1: You can't, like, if, you know, like, if you were to wreck down there, yeah. Nobody would be able to find you. Right. Type right. Thing, so,
0: um, And you don't have to give me too many specifics if it, if you shouldn't, but do we know if his property has been searched? Do we know if, the, have there been searches done, like human on the ground searches for her?
1: Um, as far as I know, they haven't been able to get a warrant for that yet.
0: Okay. Okay. Are they keeping you pretty up to date on the progress of the case?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I've been having to reach out to them a lot of the time. Yeah, that's pretty typical. It it seems like they're doing, you know, it's a really high crime rate city or town. So they have a lot of, a lot of open cases right now. There might even be more than one missing persons case and they have murder cases and you know, all sorts of stuff. Sure. It's really a rough, really a rough area.
0: I I mean, just
1: it can be rough when you're at the bottom hat. I mean, if I got you, if you yeah. have money and you live there, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of course. Uh, I understand that. It, it makes me sad, though, that it's only been run on one news station. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see her. I mean, honestly, sometimes what what we see in these cases that we cover, because a lot of times we cover um, solved cases. In these cases that take years for a missing person to be found, typically what happens is people start talking about it it you know they start to become like the squeaky wheel news coverages really start picking it up and that is what gets people talking and it puts pressure on the right people and and things get moving in the right direction so
1: um, i've actually had a few different um, influencers on tiktok make um, a video for it as well the group like that's why i created the group was to try to gain exposure because I can't control the media I did actually email the news down there but they never they never replied so I called in and they answered and they just told me to email they gave me the email and they just never answered my email
0: listen be as obnoxious as you have to be get on Twitter and start adding the local, right. you know, news stations. Seriously, you know, keep putting her picture up there with where's the news coverage on, you know, my missing sister? Where's the I mean, seriously, really start hammering at it and draw attention to them that they're not picking up, you know, this like why why does one Human get more coverage than the other. It really is the right. people with the their feet on the ground that are you know making sure that this coverage gets you know done. So uh, that is yeah the
1: families mm-hmm. the families True. pushing yeah. to make sure. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I made that group. And uh yeah, and the police actually did say that they were thinking about doing another media push. Good, good, good. But I haven't. I spoke to one of the detectives last week, so. But he didn't say anything about that that day. I just, you know, some random girl had messaged me on Facebook with some information. And pretty much I just send everything that I get to the detective.
0: Good.
2: Yeah. Yes. But you I don't never know,
1: know if they can use it. I, yeah, I don't know. I never yeah. know what small piece of information <laughs> is going to be what cracks the code. Sure.
2: Sometimes it's the littlest, you know, littlest bites that end up producing.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. And sometimes... Uh, as an investigator, when you get a piece of information that you don't think is important, then all of a sudden, a little while later, it is the actual missing piece and you sure. just didn't have the other pieces yeah. first to put important. it together. It does, yep. So definitely right. keep doing that. Um, will you share for us, can you describe her for us a description?
1: Um, yeah, she's um, probably about five, six, approximately 120, 130 pounds. Um, she has brown hair, unless it's dyed. She does occasionally dye it, like, red or, like, a blondish color. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears glasses. She has blue eyes. Um, she has a tattoo across the chest that says, uh, baby girl. Oh, and okay. then she has a barbed wire bracelet on her wrist with the name Ava on it. And she also has a few finger tats. I can't remember exactly what they are. And then she has a quote on her arm that says, love is evil.
0: Okay. So very Um, distinctive tattoos, tattoos. good.
1: Yes, yes. Um she also has her nose pierced, ears pierced, all of that. Okay. Um that's pretty much most I can most I can say.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was she like as a child?
1: Oh, as a kid, she was pretty funny. Um You know, I was a big sister, so she was always trying to follow me around and wanted to do (laughs) what I wanted to do and, you know, looking Mm -hmm. up to me and stuff. Um, She always had a way of trying to, like, uh, con our parents into getting her way or, like, (laughs) she's a Gemini, so her birthday (laughs) is actually coming up in June. Uh So she she would, you know, have that two-faced thing where she would be, like, one way with one person and another way with another Uh person and Mm -hmm. just kind of be, like, on the fence of all these situations you know uh, to, and to bend
0: to her will yes
1: <laughs> yes yes and she she yeah she was just uh she was actually a pretty good kid though like she did good in school and you know mm-hmm. seemed pretty normal had a had a lot of friends and didn't have a problem like when we moved to Tennessee because she was younger she didn't really have a problem she, when she went to school she already like had friends the first week it took me six months to even find someone to sit with at lunch (laughs) (laughs) I was I was a junior so and she was in like I think she was in like second or third grade or Mm -hmm. something so yeah she was pretty popular a lot of people in the area know her like Mm -hmm. come to find out a bunch of people that I used to hang out with back in the day knew her so okay yep
2: and where does the nickname "Sug" come from? What's the
1: That's story actually it? a family nickname from when she was a baby. Um, when she was a baby, she was just really sweet, so my mom called her Miss Sug. Miss Sug. Uh, Miss Sugar, uh-huh. and then it uh, slow, slowly got shortened down to Sug, and then it just stopped. It stayed that. Like That's we all sweet. like, as you know. We all called her Suge. Even like my cousins and like people, people would say Jaden, and like my family members would be like, "Who the hell's Jaden?" Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think we're we're like it's (laughs) Suge. I think
0: the first time Dana she said my niece Suge is missing, and I said, "You're you have a niece named Suge?" I just thought that was so unique. She's like, "Oh my gosh, no, that's not her name." (laughs) It's it's such a um, uh, clearly a, a really endearing family nickname i love it i think it's oh, yeah. super I, yeah. sweet I think
2: it's great
1: oh gosh. yeah and then as she got older we tried to you know incorporate like rappers in it i started calling her suge knight just <laughs> it, you know just different stuff like that mm-hmm. she had a really you know joking personality like we could sit and crack jokes on each other all day and we'd both just be cracking up the whole time mm-hmm. you know we, we wouldn't have wouldn't have our feelings hurt or anything right. just be, right we could say some mean stuff to each other, but we just laugh it right. off because that's what siblings do. That's well, truly sure. yeah. how,
0: how Wes and I became friends. Yeah. We just bonded over different, you know, <laughs> backlashes at each other at work. I mean it just yep. it's just how it goes. <laughs> I think that's she how I've made of most the- of my friends.
1: <laughs> right. It makes sense. It's relatable. <laughs> yeah. <right>. But uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, she was always one of those people that like to make people laugh too. So she was just she was pretty funny, like there was count. There's so many times that we just laughed, and I would always be the annoying big sister. And you know, like she had this sign on her door. She had like one of those open closed signs, and she'd always have it on closed. And I'd always go and twist it onto open and <laughs> barged in her room. <laughs> she'd be like, yeah. "Get <laughs> <The>, out!" <laughs> the sign said "open." Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, funny. exactly. Oh. And then um, another time, you know, we. Watched like a bunch of movies together. We watched Night at the Roxbury, so we always had like the inside jokes oh, the, about yeah. that. Like, oh yeah, does this mean anything to you? You know, <laughs> like the sibling rivalry and yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she, she. always was like she was always there for me too because when I was going through what she went, what she was going through, mm-hmm. she was still living at home with our mom. Okay, and like my mom didn't really even want her talking to me at the, that point because she didn't want me to be a bad influence on her. You know, which I understand my mom's standpoint now, but back then I was like, damn, mom. Right. <laughs> of course. Know, but, yeah. But so she would always like keep in touch with me and make sure I was okay. And, um, mm-hmm. you know.
2: So even as a little sister, to, she would take care of you and worry about how you were doing.
1: Yeah. It. Yeah. She would. Yeah. She wanted to make. Yeah. She's always been like that. She always just like caring, you know, she wanted to make people happy and she understood people's pain. Mm
0: hmm. Oh, that's beautiful.
2: Yeah, it really way is. Because a lot yeah. of people don't. they're, no. they're so unaware.
1: Because mm-hmm. yep. she had been through like a lot, you know. She, oh,
2: yeah, it sounds like it.
1: You know, she just grew up and she was lost, and she, she well, couldn't find her way. <laughs>
0: I I think she definitely would have. You know, if if we're I understand where you guys are at of just really wanting closure, and I I can see your point of view of feeling like you know, you know her, and she would have reached out to you by now. But we always have to have hope that you know maybe right, she's yeah. just in hiding somewhere over I something. I do try to hope
1: that sometimes, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem realistic to me. Mm-hmm. But I yeah that'd be the best case scenario. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Sure.
0: But here you are, I mean, just be so proud of yourself that you're doing these interviews with, you know, with podcasts and trying to get the media to pick this up and just really fight for her one way or the other, you know, just that closure of either we find her or we get some sort of closure for her, you know, um,
1: right. it just speaks yeah, volumes to your connection. To do a podcast. <laughs>
0: oh, really? Are we your first one? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. you've done fantastic. Yeah, you've Done wonderful. Nothing to be nervous about at all. I told you that here on Crime Curious, we really try to make interviews feel more like talks, chats with like friends, a conversation. Yep. Yeah, because that's how that's our right. That's our vibe. Yeah, it was really. pretty
1: comfortable. It, Go it, it made me. It yeah. I, <laughs> Good. I'm so good. good.
0: Good. I am. I'm so glad. And, you know, don't be afraid to jump on. There's plenty of other podcasters out there that are always looking to help um, as well. So don't be afraid to do other interviews. The more people that we can draw attention to this, the better. And we are we're really honored to be um, a part of this journey to try to help bring awareness here and hopefully help your family get some sort of closure one way or the other to to find her. Um and if you could text me a picture that you'd like to use, I will post it to our audience um, with her name and also her endearing nickname uh, as well on there to help put a face to the name okay. and just keep it circulating.
1: All right. And well, um, would you want to post the podcast to the group? or Yeah, I'd love to, me to. So I can share it?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. I would love to.
1: All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I can... Yeah, I'll just send the, the picture to you on Messenger.
0: Okay, yes. Yep, that sounds good. And we would love to put out updates too. So as you get updates that you can share as things move along, um, you know, or if, there, or if there's anything that comes up that you would like us to put an update out about right. to get more information out, um, if you need our help in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. We are more than happy to do that.
1: Okay, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: It has been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for giving us an hour of your time. Um, I know you have three kids at home that you have to deal with and, you know, and love on and whatnot. So thank you so much for your time tonight.
1: You're welcome. It actually sounds like
0: they're tearing the house apart. Inside, my boyfriend's in there, so. <laughs> well, if you, if you uh, need to just, you know, sit in there and hide a little longer, be like, oh gosh, they didn't, they wouldn't stop talking. Sorry, honey. It took two hours.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to go in. I have to <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, do the bedtime routine now. Perfect.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was lovely connecting. And I really hope that we can uh, help in some small way, bring some closure to your family here with some awareness and coverage.
1: I appreciate that. You
0: have a nice night. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, okay, Wes. Wow. Wow. I just don't know that the audience understands how um, different interview episodes are.
2: That's, yeah. This is obviously my first one with a case. And that's, it's a lot different. I wanted to ask a bunch of questions that I'm like, no. I know. Not really my place. And I know I started then I I think you caught me. You were you very subtly made me stop. (laughs) no um
0: it's actually that i know some details okay. that I know that can't be released gotcha, and so okay. I didn't want um it to be her to accidentally just be you Say know
2: it. oh yeah yeah just be I, answering I just your kept, questions
0: your detective mind just
2: so i'm going over here that i'm like dude uh, yeah. i could
0: feel it moving <laughs> i can feel your detective brain just moving i was
2: yeah and i'm like you know what yeah I just so, yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's also super well, hard it, it, to not um I mean it everyone's innocent until proven oh, guilty, sure. right, so it's right. super hard to sit in this seat well, and not be like well, and it
2: sounds oh. like you know obviously the law enforcement down in Tennessee are doing everything yes. they can, and so
0: I think so, I do think so, yeah. so I would love to find us a brain bath. I know that some listeners have sent us some recently, and I just have to pull them up on my phone, dear friend and and find them um if i if i can we may have to
2: i think the first oh. one you ever did for me ended up being kind of sad <laughs> I <know. 'Cause> like <laughs> the dude got his Penis cut off? Cut off? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah that wasn't funny. That was a <laughs> poor taste, Charno. It, sure,
2: it turned out to be pretty sad. Well,
0: you know what, though? If Megan had been sitting in that seat, it would have been funnier. Yeah. But someone with an actual penis well, yeah. sitting in that seat. And you're telling,
2: and I'm like, this this, this isn't a brain bath. This <laughs> sounds horrible. It
0: lands differently <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it's with yeah. somebody. Yeah. I know that I have um, brain baths. Hold on. I'm going to have to cut out our dead air, but... You know what? I think it might be in our um, emails. Okay. All right. So this is from Rachel. She sent it to our email. Okay. And weirdly, though, I had come across it, meant to screenshot it, for an episode and then forgot so it was just odd that she also sent it to me someone sent it to me so okay this is posted this is perfect since you're right across just so you guys know wes is in his actual, actual sheriff's yeah. getup get today up. yeah yep um he came right from work so we really appreciate well, that yeah. spending your evening with us Yep. this is from the springfield colorado police department okay and it is a DUI arrest. They're putting out a notice, a public, you know, a Facebook post. Okay. It says, on 5-13-2023, around 1.30 p.m., Springfield police conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle traveling at 52 miles per hour in a posted 30-mile-an-hour zone. So going a
2: little fast. A little
0: titch bit little, over the little, speed, speed limit. Mm-hmm. And you want to know what this driver did? Mm. Well the driver attempted to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat. As the Springfield Police Department officer approached and watched the entire process.
2: Please tell me the dog put its little paws up on the steering wheel. Let's
0: see. The male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving.
2: Oh my god!
0: The mail party showed. Clear I don't know if
2: I've ever been that drunk that I was convinced I would get out of trouble because my dog was driving. My
0: dog was speeding. <laughs> yeah, dang it! The male driver clearly showed signs of intoxication. It's funny that that's where you where you went with it. And when asked about his alcohol consumption, um, he ran from the office.
2: <laughs> he said, got to go.
0: It's time. I'm turning into what the roadrunner now. What would have been great is if the
2: dog would have followed him also. <laughs> Chased him. We actually oh. had one one time where a guy got arrested. Now, he didn't try to use the dog as an excuse, but he had a very large, angry... I believe it was a German Shepherd in the car. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. And we couldn't get into the car to tow it. <laughs> oh, no. Because whenever you got close to it, this dog would just... <laughs> bounce off the windows. That
0: was a wonderful impression. Yeah, oh, yeah that's why. Like
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So... But I know, oh, but he man. didn't try to blame the, that the dog was driving. What
0: did you end up doing? How did you do it at to, that point?
2: We had to call for for animal control. Oh, that makes sense. Get a get a pole and then, yeah, yeah, do the so, whole thing. Yeah, so. I don't know
0: why I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's literally but, like your but We
2: were not getting into that car. <laughs> no. To, no, No. no.
0: <laughs> um it does say that the male party was apprehended quickly within 20 yards of the vehicle. So uh, must be he doesn't turn into Speedy Gonzalez when he's drunk. Most
2: I'm not all drunks, but if you're drunk enough and uh, you know when people try to flee when they're intoxicated it
0: Does it not go well?
2: It uh, there's a, there's usually some falling. I
0: bet I some bet some
2: running into things.
0: I have purposely never allowed myself to try to run because I know that a gazelle I, I am not
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> when yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> yes um let's see it was discovered that the male was driving from los A- uh oh gosh you guys los Animas to Pue- pueblo and got lost in springfield so that means something to the people that are from there yeah. i'm assuming that it means he's way far he's out of way his way out of his way um yep oh he did have two active warrants for his we- his arrest in Pueblo. P- pueblo pueblo am i saying that right I'm sorry. Pueblo? It is Pueblo, and I apologize because I'm actually, my throat is parched from that interview. So, just so you know, the dog was given to an acquaintance of the driver to take care of while his owner was in jail, and the dog does not face any charges and was let go with just a warning. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Now, Fido, you're going to get a stern lecture. You yeah.
0: are, you are. Let's be more cautious of the speed limit, buddy. Uh, yep, when I, you're driving. Didn't say what type of dog it was, but.
2: And I tell you what, it happens more that often than not that when you arrest somebody in a vehicle, they've got their dog with them. Really, it happens all the time.
0: Oh, uh, do you usually just call someone that they oh, know? Yeah,
2: yeah. We I, we've even gone so far as to I we I had a drunk driver years ago and that was never my thing i wasn't really a traffic car but he'd gotten an accident he had these two beautiful um, labs friendly he actually uh gave us the keys to his house with consent and we negotiated with him that we would simply open the door let the dogs dogs in in the house Mm -hmm. and then we took the key back to the jail and gave it to him Mm -hmm. he was very appreciative again so yeah so their dogs could
0: go to their home and
2: we maybe other places don't but we've always tried like hell to you know, make sure yeah. that the animal's safe and it I, goes somewhere.
0: I it makes me love you guys more because I'm actually someone who's going to be more sad if I have a true crime case and a dog dies in it. Oh, um, I
2: tell you what. Oh, man. I had an accident one time where a lady, and she, and she was okay. She was hurt, and she ended up going to the hospital. But the, she had a dog in the car, and the dog died. And it tore. Oh God! I didn't even
0: think about that happening.
2: Tore me up.
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, that poor baby. But I was a kid. Like
2: when I was a kid, I couldn't watch Lassie because I'd cry. No. Um, Yeah. No. Marley and me. Any of that stuff. I do
0: have more empathy for dogs and animals, I think, than I do humans. I won't lie to you or to the audience. There have been times where we've recorded episodes and um Megan and I or my old co-host and I have realized that in our voices we sound more sad <laughs> when the dog got killed than then when the human yeah. and I've had to edit it out. Oh,
2: I definitely probably like dogs more than I do.
0: Yeah. It's
2: most it's, a, a I think lot it's of humans. Because we work with humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that we're yeah. Like,
0: we understand yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that.
2: I remember I came home and I was upset and you know, was an accident. She's like, oh, my gosh. You know, my wife, she's like, is the is lady okay? I go, yeah. I mean, she I, she had some broken bones. And then I said, but her dog, you know, and this dog's just being man's best friend and mm-hmm. unfortunately got in an accident. Mm-hmm. It it was tough. And
0: also that poor lady. She got oh, hurt she, in the she accident was asking, and lost her baby. She, I,
2: yeah. She asked, well, how's my dog? And we had to tell her. I mean, she, you know, mm-hmm. she, she's in the ambulance. She's, you know, all taped up because, you know, possible oh. injuries and. Yes. yeah and we had to tell her, her dog didn't oh again. no oh.
0: no that's that bless your guys's heart because so. nope I, I, I don't, couldn't do it I'll say Matt we have a little car seat for the girls
2: oh do you have the car uh, seat? of course
0: we do and Matt always drives much safer like when I say I'll, <laughs> I always say like drive safe <laughs> to him or whatever but I'm not kidding you when he's taking the dogs, <laughs> he goes of course I'm going to drive safe <laughs> I, I have the dog. girls yeah like I'm like oh that, that's true you're actually much safer if you take the girls I with you because you'll drive safer I don't safer. have
2: the seats so they end up on my, my, my lap but we only go the, my, I live in the same neighborhood as my mother so when we we can't even say it if we're going somewhere yes. bye bye if you yeah. say no. bye bye they Mm-mm. freak out
0: I'm super glad the girls aren't <laughs> the in the room <laughs> with us it. that's their keyword yeah yeah so, they love yeah. it
2: so it's right in the same neighborhood and we'll drive over there but yeah
0: yeah yeah you got it they we don't take them they don't love to go like super far they yeah. start to pant we my parents about is, is about the farthest and that's 20 yeah. minutes away when or I, so
2: a dog we had before this and it was a Boston Terrier. Um, unfortunately, she got hit in the road, but she would go with me on trips and I stopped at the store and left the car running, not thinking that that would be an issue. Oh. And I hear the door open, and I'm like, somebody let a dog in here. And it's like, <laughs> somebody let my dog in there. She had rolled down the window, jumped out and somebody opened the door and she just she came. She
0: was following She followed son.
2: me into the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know you're like, who's the dumbass that let a dog in here? And it's like, oh, wait, that, I
0: know that dog. That's
2: my dog.
0: <laughs> it's coming up. Apparently, I, I am
2: the dumbass.
0: <laughs> okay, it is the worst when you realize you are the dumbass yeah, that you the, were
2: judging. Who the oh, oh. <laughs> me
0: the that's it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, I've been there a time or two. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, thank you so much for well, joining yeah, us you. today. Yes, hopefully you guys um, can help uh, spread the word, share this, you know, share our post that we yeah. put up about this. Please share it on your social media and and help keep this conversation going. Join the um, search for Jaden Facebook page, Jaden Carpenter Facebook page, um, as well that can help. Cause then you could share things from sure. there to help keep it circulating. So thank you all so much for listening today until next time. Keep it curious. Bye-bye.